back to another episode of Ice Time with your hosts, Matt Piscazzi and John Horton. Thank you again for listening yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and for all the continued support. And uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter or X at Icetime9899. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, be sure to send us an email at Icetime9899 at gmail.com. Uh, each new episode will be, uh, at least for now, will be continuing to be released on Tuesdays, Tuesday mornings. Um, We've talked about it in the past, but coming up in the regular season, hoping to have some more episodes for you, and we will definitely keep you guys posted on that at that time. But for now, let's get into today's episode. Um, Off-season here, not a ton of stuff going on. Uh, We took a little hiatus. I was away for a little bit. So since we last recorded, there have been a couple of trades, some free agent signings, but again, nothing crazy. So we'll just start off with that real quick. Um, Excuse me. Looking at the trades, we had the Canadians sending Jeff Petrie to the Red Wings. Uh, they got back in that deal a fourth-round pick, and Gustav Lindstrom, who's a 25-year-old defenseman. I guess he's got a little bit of potential. Depth defenseman, um, nothing crazy. I think the Red Wings in that know what they're getting in Petrie. Good veteran defenseman presence on a young roster, so good move for both sides. Again, nothing crazy. And then kind of a similar deal, actually. Ducks sending a fourth-rounder to the Sabres, and in return, they got 29-year-old veteran defenseman Ilya Labushkin. So, again, nothing crazy, but stuff we miss, trades to talk about. Anything in the offseason to talk about is worth it at this point, honestly. But uh, free agency, we did have some uh, RFA signings, a couple other names, and I will uh, shoot over to John to start yes. on that one. Thank you. Um, also, how was, your, how was your week off? Good? Yeah, it was nice. I had a nice, nice. little vacation there. Missed, uh, missed you, missed recording, but yeah, we're here. Too. We're excited to keep it rolling, get another episode out here. So Yeah, I hope everybody else is excited. And of course, you know, September, hockey's this month. Um, you know, preseason, but everybody's locking in, and then uh, you know, we'll have the actual season start, and we'll get more episodes out per week, so you guys won't be uh, you know, in a drought <laughs> with episodes. But um, yeah, I, the, probably the most exciting, or I guess if you're a Toronto fan, but, you know, um, interesting in general is the Austin Matthews signing, which he still had another year left, but they wanted to really, uh, you know, lock him down. So he'll probably be 31 officially when his next contract is due because he still has the one year left on this one at 11-something, which, right? Yeah, I think it was 11 and change is what he was getting. Oh, yeah, they just before. extended, yeah, they extended his current yeah. one. So uh, now they just signed him to a four-year, $53 million contract, which is about $13 million and change per season. He's now officially the highest paid uh nhl player and uh you know i've seen a lot of back and forth on you know online and twitter and all that stuff and people saying like well, how can someone who's only made it to the uh the second round in his playoff career like be getting paid that much well you know for starters it's because since he's been in the league i mean currently right now uh in the last five years he holds the most goals in the league at like 290 something McDavid's I mean qualified goal scorer that's bonafide goal scorer he's always scoring <laughs> he is he's generational in terms of his shooting technique I've seen McDavid take tips from his shooting uh, technique now you see Connor Bedard coming in saying that they saw him with his shooting technique and you see all these highlights of him when he's you know almost like a couple yards out from the goal and he just lets go like an insane wrister that you don't even see it you don't see it till it's 
it's sliding out of, from already being behind the back yeah. of the neck and it's unreal shot. Scored. Yeah, and he's led the league in you know shooting percentage in and um, you know five on which everybody always argues five on five is the most important, which I agree. He's led the league in five on five scoring. Um, you know, so he's he's in terms of statistics, he's the best goal scorer in the league. So of course he's going to get paid a lot. Obviously. You'd like to see him bulk up a little bit, not get injured as much, maybe play mm. a, a full season for once besides his rookie year. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and of course, you know, and, and when they won the, they're finally, they won the first round this year against um, uh, Tampa. He, he really came forward. He scored a lot. He was a presence. And then against Florida, he disappeared, and you saw the outcome of that. So yeah, and I mean, we, but we saw the the whole top four the whole, the there. Whole top yeah, four I mean, that whole team in that series yeah. really. So it's hard to that was more depth. Point, yeah, it's hard I would to point say. a finger at anybody in particular in terms of how that series ended up, at least. But yeah, yeah I mean, and you look at that deal, and then at, at least I wonder what McDavid's going to get when he ends up with a new contract. Oh, I mean, man. that'll be a whole other thing. I mean, if he puts up another 150 in the next. He's got like four years left, I think, three or four in his yeah, contract. Yeah, but so. they're happy they have him locked down right there for now. At 100 we'll mil. see, man. I mean, with the cap going up in a few years from now, if he continues scoring like this, we are going to be looking at more than 15 mil a year easy. So. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how he stays athletic in his 30s. I mean, Crosby's doing it. True. Ovechkin's doing it. I'd be surprised if, if he couldn't. No, especially um, in the shape that he's in. I mean, you see this guy in the, yeah. in the gym and at the rink and practice and stuff, and he's flying around. He's one of the fastest skaters. Actually, he doesn't even do the fastest skater no, competition doesn't. anymore because he doesn't want to get he hurt. He doesn't want to get hurt. But, yeah. I mean, we saw him win it the one year he did. Or one, I think he did it for like two years. Yeah. We saw him win it. I think he's still probably the fastest. I know mm-hmm. I know, Barzell was uh, a winner one year, but I, I, I don't know, I think. I mean, I got to imagine that him, like he's up there with McKinnon and just in terms of just pure skating ability. And, oh, and, yeah top oh, skating yeah. talent in the league yeah but um no, i would agree yeah, yeah no it, that matthews deal though for sure it is and he, he had a um, he had a quote here which is kind of interesting because um you know some people thought like oh maybe he'd go to a different market but honestly the way toronto's built and how many times they've been to the playoffs and the chemistry like you know he likes toronto i know he's <laughs> he's from arizona so i saw some people made coyotes jerseys with his name on the back oh, geez but there there is no way not in hell, he's years. ever going to go to I mean, he Arizona. transformed the franchise, but it's not like they he were going to do anything with that. No. Um, but yeah, so a quote here from Matthews. He says, uh, he said, my passion, my belief in this team and loving playing here in the city of Toronto for these great fans and for the Toronto Maple Leafs, I take a lot of pride in that, which is why he, you know, he re-signed um, with Toronto. So it's exciting. Yeah, for um, sure. We'll see what he can do. I know the same day, <laughs> uh, Lexi Lafreniere finally signed um officially being the um cheapest second uh contract for a first overall pick in the cap era Damn. even yell uh even yakupov had, had was get more money <laughs> don't love hearing contract. that one but at least we got him at a value right? i guess yeah. <laughs> well we'll get on we had an episode of him yeah, before yeah, we'll you know when, the, when halfway through this season we'll we'll talk more about him but for now there's not much to say it's just it's you know, balls and the pucks in his his side of the ice. You know, he really needs to step up. Who, who, even if he's on third lines, like it's a prove it deal. Yeah. I mean, it it's is. a prove it bridge deal. And um, you know, you were saying this to me before we recorded, and it'll come up. You know, throughout the season here when we're we're actually watching hockey and talking about hockey every week. But um, it, we may even be looking at the end of next year and saying, are, are we moving him? Well, he's mm-hmm. still at a low cap hit. Mm-hmm. Is somebody willing to? take the leap on him is a team like the coyotes willing to take a leap on him considering how much potential he has who knows where we're going to be after this season but for laugh it's a prove it deal you know it's uh what two three and some change uh two yeah 2.3 yep. million um, a little more than what kako got 
Yeah, and uh, right around what Phil got on his yeah. uh, his bridge deal as well. So because you know, in two years, uh, it probably it might be a year depending on how he does. But like, let's say they wait the two years, mm. um, you know, they're just going to be. I think after this year, they have to sign Igor, which that's going to be that's gonna a be decent contract. chunk of change. You know, Lingren's coming up, yep. Kako's coming up this year. Um, Miller's going to need another deal at the we same time. Do have laugh well. Fox in a couple years he's, as he's well. there for a while. I, th- yeah. I think we have him in a couple or maybe it's three or four. All right, maybe, maybe I'm shortchanging his deal, but I think he's there. There's a lot of names that time. we're gonna be looking at resigning. Yeah. So it is an interesting case for sure. But so Drury's gonna have to say yeah. you know. it's nice to finally see him get signed though. We were we, we, we oh were talking God. about this all no, summer just like it, yeah. wondering when the deal was gonna happen, yeah. but he's yeah. here now. And, and I've so. seen some people say like, oh worst case scenario, like Laugh is uh you know, he's 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 a middle six guy. Okay. You know, I'll have him on the team, this and that. It might be a pride thing, but for me personally, you know, uh, this is where the biases come in for anybody listening. We talk about the whole NHL, but for Rangers fans, this is where the biases are coming in. Um, uh, just as a warning. Um, you know, just with all the hype, all the marketing, and just like the stain of the fact that he could be a bust as a first overall pick, um, I personally, personally, like if he plays the next two years or even year like just as like mediocre not great i don't really want him on the team because we could get somebody else who might explode maybe othman comes up or gay pro in a few years and they're just like wow like excellent or cheaper and they put up the same number you know numbers he does because you know he's still his contract still might his agent might argue his draft position he probably can't after the yeah. next two years he won't be able to use that but i mean after this deal but, even if he plays at the same or similar level that we've seen him play, it'd be hard for him not to ask for even a little bit more money considering where the cap's going to go yeah. and just like inflation and everything and kind of... He's going to want more. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's not going to sign for two, three, over two years again, right? This no. is the bridge to either him probably off the team or him long-term on the team. So right. we'll see, but it's at least exciting to finally have him signed. We were waiting for it. It is. So. It is. I, I, you know, he, he has this talent. He has the skill. Um, maybe if he stops playing softball, I don't know. <laughs> I, know, I know. We'll see. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. And then um, just some other real quick, some other free agency names. Uh, again, nothing super special. I think the only one on here that was kind of like not surprising, but just exciting, really, was uh, Dumba. Matt Dumba did end up signing with the Coyotes at three point nine mil for a year. So um, the Coyotes beefed up a little bit in this offseason. You know, I guess the thought is they're going to be a little bit more competitive, but they are still the Arizona Coyotes. Who even knows if they're going to be the Arizona Coyotes in a year or two here? So I know. I think they're still fighting for it, but I don't know. Just, just, I don't know. That was the only one that was really different on here. I mean, other than that, um, the Oilers brought back defenseman Evan Bouchard at uh, 3.9 mil over two years. Um, They also brought in Ryan McLeod at a little over two mil on a two-year contract. Uh, let's see the ducks, uh, pretty big move, bringing in Troy Terry at seven mil a year for seven years. So another one of those long-term deals. I think these teams right now are really in favor of these like seven, eight year deals for these younger guys that they want to keep around for a while. Just thinking that the cap's going to go up. So, um, you know, if they don't lock them down long-term now in a couple years, they might be looking at a lot more money. So it's, it's a smart move for a good young player over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in three or four years into that deal, we might see the ducks be a lot more competitive. So. Pretty good looking deal. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I know. I don't know if you saw Carl Haglund retired. 
Yeah. And congrats yeah. on a great career to him. Uh, he actually, I did like seeing that he played the most games with us. He will always have a special place in our heart. Me too. He, he did was, a lot of good stuff for us. He was cool. I didn't realize though, not to, not to, you know, be negative about the guy, but in terms of you know points to games, uh, it was not great. I was like, mm. wow. I, I thought he was. No. I didn't realize how much of a depth piece he was. I, I yeah. thought he was more of a forefront player, but I, I well, for wrong. us, he was so. I mean, he was always a speed guy. Yeah, he was very and fast. And he yeah. really worked in our system at the time in terms of, like, his speed. I remember him um, getting, like, power play minutes or, uh, like, penalty kill minutes and getting, like, shorthanded goals type stuff. He was always getting breakaways. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we really loved to see with him was just his work ethic. I feel like he never stopped. Um, so, you know, congrats on a great career to him. Yeah, great career. I think two cups. He finally so. bowed out and was happy with, you know, what he got. At this point, he was going to be... Pretty much just a depth piece. I don't really yeah. know that he would have even seen that much playing time anymore. So yeah, it was like seven hundred something games, two hundred something points. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, he had uh, definitely depth. But two hats cups off to him though. I mean, eleven he years. Great, he had a great career. He did. He did. I I definitely enjoyed watching him play. I just never realized. I I I don't know. When I was younger, I thought he was more of a star for some reason. But he was. Well, he just did so much for our yeah. team, and at that time, I feel like the um our team chemistry was so high. I feel like everyone was like friendly and friends and there was just such like a tight knit bond in that locker room that even guys like him that weren't like giving you 40 or 50 points a season, like you were still looking at them and looking at like their contribution contribution to the team as a whole and just saying like, wow, they give us a lot. Like they give us really good stuff. And that was also a time where we didn't really have a marquee guy on our roster. Like we, we didn't really have people that were putting up 80, even 70 points a season. We would have, you know, a bunch of guys put up 30, 40, 50 points, but we didn't have guys like we do now that were putting up 80, 90, 100 points. Yeah. So it was a very depth team. It was a very different look of roster. They but probably would have won the cup if they had one or two of those marquee guys, I think. No, it's a, I think it's a fair point. And like you look at Zuccarello was hurt too in Zuccarello that series. Was that hurt. was a huge loss because he was one of those guys that put up like 70 points or yeah. 60. You know what I mean? 60, he was one of those guys. Yeah. If it, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, congrats to him. And then um, just real quick, finishing off with some of these free agency guys. Um, Swayman went back to the Bruins about 3.5 mil over a year. Uh, they did re-sign Trent Frederick at 2.3 mil over two years. Well, a year for two years. And then a guy that we talked a lot about on our uh, goalie episode and also when we were kind of previewing the Wild, uh, Philip Gustafson got paid a little bit. He got 3.75 mil a year for three years. So... After those three years, he might be looking at a pretty hefty contract. We had a small sample size this season. Um, I know we both ranked him pretty highly and are excited to see him get some you know, solid starting minutes here this season. So he could be looking at a lot of money at the end of that three-year contract. But um, yeah, I mean, before we move on, I don't know if you had any comments on just some of those free agency names. Again, nothing super crazy, but just stuff here to talk about, fill the space while we're waiting for real hockey. You know? um, yeah, no, I feel like it's just a lot of solidifying rosters now. A lot of teams look like they're really ready to uh, figure out game plans. And, uh, you know, I know preseason they'll probably see if there's any of those, like, bench players that randomly shine through and take a spot from a star. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, no, not too much to say because it's just winding down. Uh, excited, though, that I finally can have multiple episodes a week, more to talk about, not scraping the barrel. Yeah. But, you know, we you know besides all that, it's still fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. So, and, yeah. I mean, we do have – um kind of the body of the episode here that we're a little more excited to talk about um something that i think is really exciting for the Mm -hmm. game in general is the professional women's hockey league so i will shoot over to you to just kind of start that little conversation but i think that is um very very exciting for the game as a whole and i think that um what we're both a lot more excited to talk about on this episode at least yes yeah well when i saw that i was actually shocked how you know i I, it probably could have gotten bigger headlines than it did but i was i was excited to see it because um you know more hockey of course 
Um, I thought it'd be cool if they made their season like in the summer though, when the NHL's off, so that way it's yeah. like, something to watch. But uh, I guess not. <laughs> so whatever, because it will run pretty much the same. The same. Yeah, I mean the first season. Uh, I think the plan right now is to start this coming January uh, yeah. to run through May slash June. And then the subsequent years, they're hoping to start in November and run through about May. I mean, so. I get they might do that just because of broadcasting rights, you know, but I, I just feel like you should probably run it when the NHL's off. Cause then, cause but like the thing about know. the summertime, too, is it's you don't really have any sport besides baseball that's consistent over the summer. Yeah. Like the summer is a time where... Teams typically are off. They're running training camps. They're running mini camps. Um, you'll see like the Olympics. You'll see some tennis competitions. Yep. There's there's college things there. There's um, you know the Little League World Series. There's a lot of different things to watch, but it's more of a variety time. It's kind of a That's low fair. where That's like fair. if you're not into baseball or if you don't like watching major tennis championships, then like you you're like oh are the Olympics this this year? When's the Little League World Series? I got that for a week. That's fair. Do I want to watch you know the college softball? I got that for a couple weeks. Like there's not really a season established in the summer for sports. So I do understand um, also just hockey in general. People don't want to watch hockey when it's hot out Okay, is, yeah. uh, is another thing that I kind <laughs> yeah. of think about. That's fair. Um, so, I mean, it is a little unfortunate that it is going to be running at the same time. I think it makes sense in the, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, just more hockey to watch. It's very exciting for the game. And I think that a lot of these, um, you know, female players are, have got to be, just incredibly excited because um you know for years now there was a bit of the feud with the previous uh hockey league the women's hockey league mm -hmm. and their players association um couldn't settle on wages equality playtime locations things like that so i think that this is just really 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 exciting um and i guess i'll just shoot over to you if you want to yeah. run through the teams draft yeah the teams you know, um, kind of stuff. i have the uh so the pwhl's board of governors um is uh billy jean king alana Kloss. Royce Cohen and Stan Kasten. So, zero clue who any of those people are. <laughs> um, Billie Jean King is a she's a famous tennis player. Oh, I think Sean is Sean Kasten the guy from the the Dodgers. I know there's a co-owner of the Dodgers and his wife, I believe, are involved. Um, uh, I I was reading a lot about um, Sean Kasten had a lot to say, so I don't know if he's maybe the front man or if he's like the publicity guy. I'm actually not even incredibly familiar with who he is. I, I think he might be the one from the Dodgers organization, but. Um, a lot of money there. Yeah, which is what they need. Yeah, which is good. So yeah. I'm glad cause that's what it takes, you know, with stuff like this for for women's sports where it doesn't get as much uh, publicity. You might have that stigma. You know, I, I've heard people for years. You know, the stigma of like, oh, it's not as athletic. It's not as exciting. It's like, well, I mean, you know, it, it's obviously you have different the different genders. You know, the testosterone, the estrogen. So it's going to be different. Like, obviously, it's not going to be like you know, bone crushing hits into the boards or all this like you know big like manly stuff this and that but there's still an insane amount of skill there's the skating which and there's a lot of unisex unisex aspects of hockey that i think will translate really well for the oh, yeah. pwhl yeah for sure and make it as, as exciting um i'm sure they'll wear like the the cage masks though i know i think, I think they typically do I think yeah. they typically do yeah because um, I mean, honestly, I would I would wear that because I don't want to take if I a played, yeah I would wear I would that. not I take a puck to the face I no, don't want I don't want to have <laughs> you know issues but um, so the uh, the six so the original six now for the PWHL is uh, will be uh, Minnesota Toronto Boston New York Ottawa and Montreal it's actually the draft order I read so first first pick will go to Minnesota second goes to Toronto third Boston fourth New York fifth Ottawa sixth Montreal. 
and they have the uh, pick. They pick the general managers for each. So for Boston, the general manager will be Danielle Marner, uh, Marmer, excuse me. Minnesota's will be Natalie Darwitz. New York is Pascal uh, Doust. Montreal is. I'll let you read her name because I can't read that. <laughs> Danielle Sauvageu, Sauvage, Sauvageu, I think. Dan. Well, it looks like Danielle Sauvageu. It's a French Canadian name. I that's would why I. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I hope I pronounce that right. Play Daniel Savageu. That's I think my guess. It's better than what I could have done. Right? That, uh, <laughs> people have heard. Uh, Toronto's general manager is Gina Kingsbury, and finally Ottawa's general manager Michael Hirschfeld. So they got the personnel. You know, they got uh, oh, free agency will be from September first, so a couple of days ago till September tenth. Yep. Um, you know, so look into that more. But yeah, no, overall that is exciting little original six going there which is yeah. kind of cool like the nhl started um and i know you said you had uh like how they're going to function in terms of playing games yep yep so um real quick i would just start off the free agency period uh each team is and i don't really know why but they're allowed to sign three players in that free agency period those players are not allowed to be uh currently in college or like graduating college playing in the juniors i think they have to be um like playing in some aspect like in a in a junior professional something like that mm-hmm. or like uh out of school i guess would be another way to put it um because the draft will then be on i believe it's september 18th they will have a 15 round draft uh and then after that draft i guess they're allowed to pick up another two to five players depending on how many they took in free agency um i believe that each roster is allowed to carry 20 players is is kind of the idea right now okay um with those gms they're also we're mentioning of staffs for each team of about like 10 to 13 people mostly full-time employees um so starting off small but with enough personnel in there to do the job you know you're going to have your people that are scouting you're going to have your professional scouts amateur scouts things like that they're going to have um you know your finance people your uh you know your, your gm things like that you know all, all that kind of stuff. So that's really good to hear that they are kind of um, trying to really build these teams to be permanent. They have a 10-year plan in place, but the the ultimate goal is to have this be a permanent sports league. Good. Um, so with that being said, something that is a little different, but I think it's pretty cool about how they're going to be playing these games, is uh, they're not going to be in static arenas. So um, the best example of that would actually be the New York team. Right now, they're considering that to be the New York slash metropolitan area team. So um, that team might play in New York, they might play in Connecticut, they might play in New Jersey, who knows? Any given game might be played in a NHL stadium, in a minor league stadium, or even in like a junior hockey stadium. Um, with that being said, they also are planning on playing neutral site games in locations that may not even house NHL teams currently, which is pretty exciting. You, you think maybe, um, you know, they get games in these other cities where they don't have a professional hockey team in there, that's just maybe even more incentive for some of these fans of hockey and of the sport and, you know, of this new league to get in there and kind of keep the buzz going, keep the buzz flowing, get the excitement, you know, build these fan bases and things. So uh, a little bit different, but I, I think that's a really good move. Um, And something that I was also excited for, they mentioned that all of the games, at least in the inaugural season are going to be uh, digitally streamed. And then they're hoping to gain um, a foothold in terms of like cable television uh, maybe as the season goes on or, you know, looking at further seasons, mm-hmm. but pretty, pretty neat. Um, you know, you're going to be looking at these games and you're like, where's this game? Where's that game? Are they playing in my city? Are they playing in the state next to me? Are they playing in Canada? Are they playing in the U.S.? Uh, I think it's just good exposure, a good way to get the game out there. And I think that um, it's a good idea 
at least when this year is starting to just get the game out there and see what sticks you know yeah yeah so. yeah and i know the nhl put out a statement um you know with their full support with the league which is nice i don't know if they're gonna give them money but <laughs> they'll probably oh we want to use our arena sure um maybe merchandising deals i don't know but uh yeah it'd be int- it'll be really cool i don't know do you know if they're um are they gonna have names for the teams or is it just gonna be new york minnesota Toronto? i, th- I would imagine they're gonna name the teams i don't honestly i didn't see too much about that did, uh, um the one thing i did see in terms of like the nhl involvement um they were you know the owners in the league and, and the league execs were a little afraid to get involved when it was um competing women's hockey leagues essentially before this there was kind of a feud between the players association and the existing league there was a, a couple different leagues that existed it was like what's the real league can we support them is there money there do people even want to play because there was a point where the bigger players the big names the people that would be playing were saying oh, i don't want to play for either of these leagues because i'm not going to be getting the money i deserve i'm not going to have the benefits all sorts of things right they're feuding with the players association interesting so it is nice now that um the nhl uh, Gary Bettman's come out and said that they are, you know, like you said, they are ready to support the uh, PWHL and they are excited to support them. And we'll see how, you know, how much they do end up supporting them, what that looks like. But I think that both leagues um, are just excited to bring more attention to the game, bring more people to the game, get more fans, get more exposure. So um, we, you know, we were talking about this before recording. I would not mind getting into a New York metropolitan area <laughs> no, women's hockey team, right? It's just more hockey to watch. Some really skilled players out there, so it's just some pretty exciting stuff. It is. That's why I was like, oh, man, New York only got the fourth. I was hoping they get the second or first overall pick, but all right, Minnesota. But, yeah, no, it is. It is it's exciting. It's more hockey. Um, you know, hockey can translate differently for women's hockey. I haven't watched a lot of women's hockey um, before, so... You know, I'm sure there'll be differences. You know, I, I, I doubt they'll be doing you know as many body checks or fighting, of course. But you know, there might be some different athleticism, different ways they approach the game, which would be cool to see. Um, you know how they handle it, and uh, overall, it's exciting and it's good that they get you know a chance to have their own, you know, their own league because every, the other ones do. I mean, besides football, because I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, there are leagues out there, but they're like semi-professional like and there's even the one that was on like mtv for a while that was just like the girls in bikinis i remember they're not even playing playing. this is just to like come on that was just like objectifying and like literally it was just awful and it's like i don't even know if they still do that but it's i I hope not they probably do honestly they probably make money doing it which is a sad thing and if as long as they make money they're gonna do it but it's it's not even six no it's not sports no but it no it's exciting to see um, just just get more attention to the game, get more people involved, get everybody involved. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, we haven't really watched a lot of women's hockey. It's hard to watch women's hockey. Like, it is. We're, you know, there wasn't really established leagues that had established schedules and things like that. They're playing games, but it's like, when, where, how do I watch it? You yeah. can't. I mean, unless it's, um, they will have a break during the season in April for the, um, it's like the International Hockey Federation Women's Championship. So that will be a part of the season. I guess that'll be kind of like their all-star break, so to speak, although it's almost at the end of the season. So it's very different, but there will be a break for that. Um, other than that and like the Olympics, you really can't watch women's hockey right now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So this is really good. This is a really good way to get exposure and um, get some names out there because, I mean, I've seen some games in the past and very limited games, of course, because, again, it is hard to watch these games. And if it's not the International Hockey Federation or, the you know, 
the um, Olympics or if they did like a World Cup hockey, well, you're not watching it. Yeah, it's just not there. Uh, there's some really talented players though. There's some really really skilled players. We've seen um, some names that are pretty similar to some names that we see in the NHL. Some sisters, some cousins, some family members, um, yeah. some people that have been around the league, around some of these big names and things. So really exciting. Uh, we're gonna see some. I think we're gonna see some really really skilled, really really. I don't know, high energy hockey. I mean, I imagine that they would be incredibly excited to have this league and have the visibility and be out there. So I just, you know, we've said it a million times, but just really excited to see this get going. No, yeah, me too. You know, they they have, unfortunately, they have a pretty big hill hill to climb in terms of just gaining, you know, viewers. But uh, I think they can get their nice following. I think they can definitely get fans. It's definitely not going to be empty seats. Uh, Hopefully someday it's, you know, more filled. Um, Yeah, and, and I think with their you know moving around playing in different arenas uh, that's definitely going to help exposure um you know maybe someday when it gets big enough they could have permanent you know maybe like the new york team plays at msg or something i don't know something like that or barclay center um you know something like that so yeah no it's very cool very interesting very exciting ever seeing that uh maybe they'll get more hype around it soon i wonder if they'll have uh like what they'll call their stanley cup or or whatever they would yeah, call I it know. i don't know i mean they're i wonder if they even have a name or if they're probably not yet i don't but... know because there's really not a lot out there on this it's interesting it's like you see the same stuff right now yeah. right now it's just kind of like up in the air what's going to happen who's you know because they're just starting up so there's really not allowed a lot out there so it will be interesting to see too even stuff like that like what's the playoffs going to look like playoffs you know individual awards yeah is there going to be an mvp is there going to be a defensive award a selkie norris uh rocket richard like what are what are these you know what i mean what are they going to have they'll Um, probably do the same format the nhl did where they'll see the best players they have and then name awards after them i mean the only reason it's called the stanley cup is just because of the rich history from hundreds of years ago so good point you know maybe they'll do this this. i'm sure it'll be a cup of some sort it's got to be a cool trophy that you want to like hoist oh yeah you know up in the air so and i feel like they would try to copy you know some stuff from the nhl just to have that like uniform you know feel to it i would imagine they would probably keep the same stuff they'll probably have like an mvp they'll probably have like a vezina probably have like a norris Norris. a selkie um you know rocket richard things like that i mean i would imagine that they would want to follow that same model because they've seen it work for years. I mean, it's not really like a thing that works or doesn't work, but they've seen it for years yeah. and people are familiar with it. So it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. They're, uh, they're getting up, uh, you know, free agency's going on right now. I don't even know that anybody's signed anyone yet. I, again, I, I there's really not a lot out there, but looked. it will be exciting to see. Um, they have until the 10th to sign some players and then the draft will be on, uh, September 18th, I believe is when the draft will be on yep. 15 round draft um and in that draft i do think that players that are like playing college and stuff are eligible um i know they're not they're not for the free agency period but i do believe that some of the younger players if they're finishing school if they have a year in school um you know i don't know exactly how those regulations fall out again it's pretty hard to find information on this stuff but um i do believe that those types of players are going to be allowed to be drafted so we'll see i wonder actually what um that makes me wonder what the like the the game length is going to look like that too. What the lines that are going to look like. I mean, if they're only allowed to carry 20 players into camp in November, are we looking at teams running three lines and three defensive pairs or three lines and two defensive pairs? Mm. It's, like, well, you know, like, what does that look like? You know what I mean? You have a goalie, you have a backup goalie, you have three lines and two defensive pairs. What is that? Four, nine, 13. That's 15 people. What do you, 
have two on the bench, you scratch three. Like, what does that look like? Are you allowed to suit up 18? You know what I mean? Like, we'll see um, kind of how all that shakes out. I think they're playing 12 games. I don't know. Did you see that? I think think it's 12 games. Actually, let me look it up. Just that? Just 12? Yeah, I remember seeing that and thinking that was a little bit weird. But let me look up and maybe... Maybe they want to test the waters, test the divisions, you know, how the scheduling to, you know... I guess it's oh, 24. Be... Okay. So the PWHL will have 24 games in the regular season. That's neat. Okay. So wow. okay. what is that? Six, six teams, 24 games. So they'll play. Well, I, 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 that even brings in the question, like, what are the divisions going to be? Like, are yeah. there going to be like I mean, two... I get it's a low number of games because there's only six yeah. teams. Are there going to be like two divisions? I mean, it's really, that's probably, it'll be exciting too. to see. But um, again, there's some names there. There's going to be some really talented players there's going to be some really skilled hockey there's going to be a lot of a lot of fun stuff to watch so i'm really excited to see it going and um i mean just in terms of us and and what we'll have to talk about that'll be exciting we'll have more to talk about more stuff to bring you guys our listeners out there so you know first and foremost you know the nhl and all that but we'll we'll talk about pwhl too when they do have games and you know and uh, just let us know like at our email or on on twitter or x whatever Whatever the hell it's called, um, you know, like what you want us to talk about, what you think, your opinions. You know, we we love to hear from yeah. that. And we are uh, we are brainstorming for coming up here when we do have the regular season. Um, thinking about starting to do some uh, some static segments and things like that. Keep uh, you know, kind of certain things that we want to talk about every episode or every week. You know, make sure we hit those topics and things. So maybe we do a segment on the PWHL. Who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have much else for this episode. Uh, no, not too much. I think we covered everything we're looking for. Um, it's going to get more exciting, of course, and it's going to get a lot more frequent, so you won't have to wait as long, Like which I mentioned the second time mentioning that. But yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, definitely, definitely excited. Yeah. It's just, this league is Im- impressive, and so many stars right now, so many interesting things to discuss. Scoring is up. Scoring, Scoring is up. As high fantastic. as it's ever been, so yeah, fun, fun stuff to watch. We do have hockey this month. It's we exciting. Do. We do have hockey at the end of the month, preseason, but hockey is hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see some people touch the ice for the first time. We'll see some names from training camp. We'll see whether or not they stay on rosters, minors, juniors, whatever yep. it is. But hockey's hockey, and we'll have it at the end of the month. So well, we're getting there. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I think we can call it here. So uh, thanks again for tuning into this one. Make sure to tune in next week and uh, keep, keep uh, follow us on our socials to keep uh, posted on everything. And uh, have a good day. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed another episode of Ice Time, and uh, be sure to catch us next week on Tuesday.